episode four of Happy Home with Dan and Latane. We are a real estate couple that focuses on faith, family, and financial freedom. Yes. So now we're going to talk about some of our, what we perceive as our biggest failures in real estate. And um, got a couple examples. So where do you want to start? Uh, let's start with, I guess, good old Jasper. Okay. Um, so to <laughs> preface this, this was at the very beginning of our journey. Yes. Um, did we even have Ethan yet? We did, didn't we? Maybe I don't not. think so. So this was very, very early on. We had been married a couple years, and real estate was still very new. Yeah, and the smart guy that I was, I decided to buy a 14-unit apartment building, what, an hour and 20 minutes away? Yeah. Um, and didn't know what I was doing, and bought this on a lease purchase, brought in a couple partners, and when we bought it, half of the units were gutted. Didn't have a clue. Which we did not know. No. Yeah. No. So failure <laughs> was to not have someone to help guide me through, to give me wisdom. You know, we just were learning on our own. We were. And I had no idea that you say, hey, I got to see every unit. I want to make sure that, you know, you have leases, you have this. I mean, this is how naive we were when we started. And we didn't know there was a due diligence period. I mean, no. we just thought you agree to buy it and that was the end of it. You just buy it. So yeah. we had quite a rude awakening that we first did. trip over there. Yeah. And then it was horrible through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, even down to the point of it was a lease purchase, and we essentially returned the lease back to the guy. Lost the initial investment from our two investors. Yep. And lost a lot of sleep. Lost a lot of sleep. That was one of those times that I remember laying in bed. Mm-hmm. The guy had called, what, like at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning saying he wanted his money. And I was laying there probably crying, um, feeling like an absolute failure, you know, we both were working at the time, and we're getting ready to have to tell a couple people that, you know, hey, this investment's not what we thought it was. You know, they looked at it. They felt like, but probably my lack of, of knowledge didn't give them enough information either. Yeah. Um, you know, so we ended up giving it back. We did. And, uh, you know, that really shaped us. It did, and that's in several areas. One was we decided then and there that we were going to keep real estate close to home. It being over an hour away was not okay. That's hard to manage, especially since through all the years we have Mm self-managed, and um, that was just not going to work. What was another thing? Uh, learning that we need to know what we're buying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that Due was diligence. that was a very naive move. And looking back, it's like, wow, why did we not know any better? Been, but been pretty, pretty dogmatic on. Hey, we want to get in every unit. We want to see what's going on. Yeah, you know. And and the thing is, is people do push back on that because they have tenants they and do. they don't want to scare their tenants. But I've been very, very particular on, you know, making sure that we get into every unit, make sure that we know what we're buying. Absolutely, because if we're buying multi-units and mo- many of them are gutted, we need to know that. So yeah. they're not rentable. Yeah. So, yeah, that was, a, that was a big 
turning point for us, even early on, of learning, okay, that we're not doing this again. This will not happen again. No. So. But learning from that failure has helped us. It has. When we bought, you know, our 20 unit, when we bought our 12 unit, you know, we, we had more of an idea what to do. Because we've referenced that property through the years of we won't do it again like Jasper. And yep. it's been... It's been a very big source of education for us. Yeah. So, I mean, costly, but I mean, all yes. education's costly. It is. Um, you know, we can go on and we can talk about Ferris. Okay. Which we started it as a flip. We did. And that was right when the market started tanking in 08. In 08. Yes. And um, <laughs> I look back, and it was also that Dan didn't know as much about fixing up houses as we thought as we thought (laughs) so we went in cleaned it up to the best that we knew Mm -hmm. but you know we put it on the market and then it wouldn't sell yeah you know we we couldn't sell it for anything yeah then we were like fine we'll just rent it and that was that's actually kind of a good point to kind of explain that was one thing that we did a lot in the beginning is we when we were buying we bought stuff that because of this experience, if we couldn't sell it, we could rent it. Absolutely. It was kind of our emergency plan because we had no money. Mm-hmm. We couldn't have a property sitting. So after a month or two, we were like, let's just rent this thing. We did. So then we rented it, man, for several years. A long time. We did. Um, then we had people move out. Mm-hmm. And then that was when I went in and I gutted the bathroom because it was so odd. That was probably looking back, I would say that's probably one of another big factor why we couldn't sell it. Not only was the real estate market low at that point, but the bathroom was through a bedroom. So yeah. it was very odd and yeah. the only bathroom in the house yeah. was through the bedroom. Yeah. Yeah. So then we remodeled the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I mean remodeled the bathroom. We did. And then we re-rented it again. We did. And then that was when it kind of got back into a little bit of a buyer's market, mm-hmm. you know, where uh, or I'm sorry, a seller's, seller's market, market where people were buying again. You know, the markets were changing. We went in, repainted. I think we put laminate down, did some stuff, and mm-hmm. we ended up selling. We did. So sometimes our failures of what we thought, because our plan was to flip it. It was. We failed at flipping, mm-hmm. but it ended up turning into a success because five, six, seven years later, we were able to sell it. And make a pretty good profit. We bought the little house down the road. We did. So, you know, we had two houses on out of the three on one road, yeah. and we fixed them all up at the same time and, yeah. and sold them. So, yeah. you know, that was a very interesting one that I reference a lot because that was kind of my mindset after the 08 was I don't like the big luxury, you know, four or $500,000 house because our our protection or our safety was if we have to we can always we can rent always it always rent it yeah so um that was a big lesson for us um you know and you always hear you know failures are you know kind of help you launch into your successes and i i do i feel like that failure was was a big learning curve it did. for us. It helped us kind of find our own little safety net that, okay, in worst case, even though we don't want to, we can rent it. And then that way we're not left holding the bag on an empty house that we just can't sell right. because we help, we have rentals. We know how to manage that. We know how to do that. So worst case, we can rent it. Right. So it did help kind of give us in the back of our mind, we have a backup plan if we ever need to use it on any of these. Yeah. 
um, something that you and I've talked a lot about is we feel like our biggest failures were always in our personal houses. It was like when we thought that we were making a great decision, it was it blew up in our face. Every time on our personal houses when we tried to, yeah, it does seem that way. So referencing back to our very first house that we bought, that we moved out of mm-hmm. when I went to get my master's, well, here we are again, education, getting in our way of <laughs> when we were going to school for chiropractic. Yeah. You know, we were moving to Atlanta and we sold our house, our, our, at, at the time, time, our little dream house, yeah. you know, where we brought both of our boys home to. Yeah. And we sold and bought that condo down in Marietta. Atlanta. Yep. Marietta. Mm-hmm. And, uh, needless to say, we put money into it. We bought a rehab. We lived without kitchen cabinets for what, six, six eight weeks? Six weeks. We did not have kitchen cabinets. So this was fairly early on in flipping. Like you had learned a lot of skills, but there were some that you still didn't know. Like you were still paying to have kitchen cabinets installed because mm-hmm. you didn't know how to hang them. Yep. So when we bought that condo, we um, gutted the kitchen because it needed it. It was horrible. And we bought cabinets here and took them down to Marietta. And because dad worked at a cabinet shop and your dad was going to help you hang them. But getting all that coordinated literally took six weeks. So we went without a kitchen with two very small children for a very long time. And it got very tiresome. And that it was just a failure because we didn't have a kitchen. We did. (laughs) And, you know, there was a part of the condo was in a mess half the time. And it's like, you know, it was. And the other thing I feel like we really messed up in that, I mean, part of it, we had this little bit of an attitude, well, we've been flipping, we know what we're doing, we can always flip and we'll we'll just make it work. We knew nothing about the market. Mm -hmm. We took the word of one person and bought in this- That was selling the property. Yeah, and bought in this area, and we had no clue, and come to find out the $20,000 we made on our, at that time, our dream home- that we sunk into fix-ups on this little condo, we lost it when we sold it because it just the value just was not there. Right. Even though it was beautiful and nice because we did do a nice job because it was our personal home and we wanted it to be nice. We just we, and even before we got to that point, we had to rent it. Yeah. And that was a journey in itself, just getting it rented, and then we really want to two sell hours it. away because we ended up coming back home. Yes. So then we rented it. And then, you know, we try to sell it. And at that time, man, you and I were sinking. We were we were, we were trying to figure out what we were doing. Um, that was I, a really rough time for us it, because real estate at that point, it's like we were moving, but it's like we felt like we weren't gaining traction at all. And We it, were doing all the wrong things. We were. And it's like I don't even think we realized it until afterwards. We were like, man, why were we doing it like that? But um. You know, we were we were sinking and sinking fast, and that was another one. Like when we talk about our first flip that we sold it, and we were like twenty nine days late on everything. It's like that one we could not have sold another month later. And when we sold it, and we're finally out from under that, it was like the weight that lifted from that one property was just unbelievable. That one throughout the years, that is probably the one. It's like man, I, that is just the one I regret. So much, you know, and like you said, failures still offer an education and we've learned on every deal, good or bad things to do and not do. But that's the one it's like I could have done without that one. 
it, that one was really rough to me down to the point. I mean, we'll, <laughs> we were there. We were so miserable being away from home and had decided we needed to come back to, you know, the Chattanooga area. We wanted to be where we were. This was home to us. You and I had left Thanksgiving from um, hanging out with family and you and me and our two boys where Hayden was one. So Ethan would have been three. We're sitting in that little condo and we're like, let's just go home. You went and rented a U-Haul that night and you and I loaded that truck up. And we moved up to... The little house. Another house. Another that, house. <laughs> that literally we, our bed was the only thing that would fit in our bedroom. Yep. Um, and, uh, but that failure has allowed us to look at deals and really analyze them and, and say, okay, are we willing to take on? Because that, that's the thing that I guess I feel like I've learned through some of these failures is Maybe I wasn't doing a good enough job looking at the deal. Yeah. And it's just really formed us to who we are, to where we do have a couple of options. We do, um, you know, we make sure that we have plenty of money so that, you know, we're not stuck at the end. You know, like in the little house on Meadow Lane where we didn't have enough money, it had to sit. It did. Because we didn't have money. Yeah. You know, I went out. I think I cut grass, you know, to, to finish make it to up. finish yeah. it up. Yeah. You know, so we just had to do anything. But I think those failures, first of all, I think those failures allow us to appreciate the successes. They do. Because it they was do. I mean, there were some times it was scary. Like you said, that one in Ashboro, I mean, wow. I just remember the very it's the last couple months with that one. I the sinking feeling like I don't think we can write out the bills for this not one more month because it was costing us so much and just it was it was costing us in the bills, it was costing us in mental space and in stress and it's like I just couldn't do it anymore. And that one and again like we've talked about so often God just he opened up a door, and I don't even remember how, at this point, how we found the buyer. I think I it just kind of, God just opened up some doors for us that we really weren't expecting, and we were able to sell it. It worked out, even though we had to bring money to closing. I was going to say, it, it, it worked out even when we had to, I think it was like $4,200 we yeah. had to be, bring to closing, and it was like, we've never, like... Any other flip, we don't bring money no, to the table. No, I mean it's, but this was the one that we were just like, let's get this. We just got to get back. it gone. Yeah, we did, and but we didn't give up. I mean, that's no. another thing is you know, so many people in that situation, they would say, oh, you know what, you lost four thousand dollars. Well, but in the grand scheme of it. You know, we had talked about our successes with Mouse Creek, our success with our first two or three. We did. You know, so that was an easy offset, but we could have easily given up. We could have. At that point, like, wow, we just, I'm not doing this again. We just walked away. Not only did we lose the 4000 we brought to closing, we lost the twenty grand in fix-up money we put into it. Yeah, because we left with nothing. N- uh, yeah. So we could say that it's just, it's just not worth it anymore. We can't do it anymore, but... We came back to Cleveland and we just kept moving ahead and, you know, living in a teeny tiny little house that wasn't even finished. Um, and we just made it work because we were just happy to be back where we felt was home. Yeah. And we just started moving forward and just moved on to the next one. I mean, at some point you got to just kind of, you know, shake the dirt off and just keep moving and say, okay, I, we what can we learn from this? And I don't want to happen. I don't want that to happen again. Yeah. And um, that was one that, 
we were when we were done, we were done. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you know, so as we were kind of talking about this episode, we we thought about talking about the latest flip that we've just done. Yes. Um, you know, it's it wasn't necessarily a failure. We did make money. Yeah. But it was I this, from my perspective, this house was a struggle the whole time, and I can't even really pinpoint why. Because when you found it, we talked about buying it together, and we were in agreement. Now I will say we paid more for that flip than we normally pay because we just. But it's been recent when we've had such appreciation in real estate, so we even talked about it. We, we were like, it. we're okay with this because. We're buying it for this. We're going to put this in it, and it's worth this. Because the market over the last couple of years had was showing that that was very doable. Right. So we bought it. Well, then we ended up holding it a lot longer than we thought because we had other projects that just had to be dealt with first. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of that, um, interest rates went up. Okay. So our holding cost went through the roof. And... So that was one thing that was just starting to weigh on the project. And then it just took longer in terms of time. And, and then it was a, a little bit more of an extensive. It, um, it was mo- way more extensive than we really thought at first. Well, and part of it is we we were trying to weather the storm. We, You know, the market was kind of softening a little it bit. Was. So we're like, okay. Do we do granite in it this time? So we we spent a little bit more money in that. You know, these were all decisions. It wasn't like, you know, it just sunk us, but no. it was just we were trying to compensate and cover for, you know, kind of where some of the deficiencies have come in. We were. And so we get to the end. It's done finally. And that is also we've realized the last six months the market is completely different and we cannot sell it at what we really thought we were going to be selling it at. Um, the offer that we did finally land on was $20,000 below listing price. But part of it at that point, we wanted to sell it. We wanted to move on. And um, even selling it ended up being a little bit of a hassle. We had some issues through the inspection we that did. we didn't know. We didn't know about. With the septic. And then, you know dealing with state inspectors and things like that. You know, the people really needed to buy it. They had sold their house. You know, so we ended up making it work. We did. But it was was one of those, like you said, it's not a failure. It was just more of a frustration. It was. You know, so even here we are, you know, we talk about one of the first two or three deals that we did with, with our Jasper Apartments. You know, we had a flip in 08. You know, Miles Creek, our success at the beginning. Yeah. But here we are 23 years later in this journey, and you still have struggles. You do. And it's like, we know what we're doing. And again, we did not lose money on it, but it's like, that was one. But we made like, about half of what we half thought of we what should we have. planned. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, still learning, still, okay, what would we adjust the next time? I mean, you know, part of it, we like you said, we knew that the market was going to soften. I guess we did not expect it to soften as quickly as it did and, te- and slow down as fast as it did. Um, but we knew there was going to be a, a we property we that did. was, you know, we were going to get caught. And this yeah. was the one. Yeah. Um, and I'm thankful. I mean, we did make money. We did. And you know, we put it behind us. The people were actually happy to be able to get the house because they had sold theirs. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, sometimes failures in our mind or frustrations are still successes, you know, and I think 
for me, I guess maybe the difference between our first struggles compared to now, number one is perspective of, you know what, it's all going to work out mm-hmm. one way or the other. You know, and if, if you buy the deal right, no matter what, you're, you're going to be good. And I that's mean, what you've said for years um, in our own um, real estate deals and anyone that asks, you're comment has always been you make money when you buy because if you buy too high you're already yeah. sunk from the beginning yeah. so and even though we paid more for this one than we normally do we knew that we were going to be okay in it because we were going to be able to sell it at a profit even yeah. after all the fixes but we were able to put it in perspective and say okay what? it is what it is yeah you know what the next time you know we'll make money on the next deal yeah. or you know we made money on this deal we yeah. don't we kind of can leverage it out between all the deals rather than it just being, you know, one deal, you know, like can. when we first started, you know. So it's it's easier now to to look at it and be a little more objective. It is way easier now than it was a long <laughs> several years ago. So and I will say this one also, I, it probably was more of a frustration for me than you. And I don't even really know why. It this one was just a big frustration to me. But I will say through the whole thing, even down to, okay, we our fix-up costs are way over budget. Our holding costs, we've held it way longer. Markets slowed down. The whole time, you I just have a piece about it. We're going to be okay. God's got us. We're going to be okay. And in the end, he did. He brought along a buyer in a timely manner. I mean, we yeah. didn't hold it on the market for four or five mm-hmm. months, you know, in a timely manner. And even when we hit some pretty big snags. I mean, we were at the point of saying, look, we're done. We're going to walk away from this and it. we'll deal with the septic issue. Yeah. And, and they were like, no, we'll, we'll go ahead and close on it. Yeah. Um, you know, we gave them a little reduction in price. Yeah. But I did. I had a complete piece. But part of that is going through it how many hundred times that we've done this now. And then also just seeing where God has brought us through uh, through every yeah. struggle. Yeah. Um, you know, part of that is us being faithful throughout the years of, you know, doing what God's asked us to do, yeah. you know, to bless and help other people. So I I don't know. It's it, To me, it's you ha- we deal with the same things, but we also have a lot more peace now. We do. And a part of that for us is experience and time and, you know, learning, but knowing that we're, it's God's got us and what's going to work out one way or another. So every failure that we can list, and I'm sure we could think back and come There's up with more, everyone at least, if nothing else, we've learned something and learned, okay, this is how not to do it <laughs> going forward. Or we've learned, you know, the, a better way to deal with things. And it's always at least, if, even if it costs us a lot of stress and a lot of heartache, it has given us back some education in a way to further us and to keep moving in the future. Let me ask you this. Uh, it might be a little off topic, but in your mind, what is something that we could have done to maybe limit those failures? Um, I'll say specifically for the Asheboro and Marietta, we should have rented. We um, were going down there f- for schooling, but we, for some reason at that time, and again, still being pretty immature, I think, in some of our thinking, we just felt like we just had to buy. We can't rent. We're going to be throwing money away if we rent. And I don't really know why we felt that way. 
um, but I feel like we could have rented. And then that way, six months later, we're like, oh, gosh, we hate living here. Well, fine. I mean, we'll just move back. I yeah. mean, you know, you deal with the lease, obviously, but we'll just move back. We don't have a property to sell. Yeah. That's one thing. And that particularly, I feel like we could have kind of mitigated some of that stress. <laughs> so I think throughout the years, for me, it's been mentors. Absolutely. You know, I look at Jasper, if we would have had mentors. And, and, you know, we've talked about this recently, you know, until I got involved with storage, you know, I didn't have a mentor besides, you know, one local guy here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he wasn't really into apartments. He was more commercial. He was. Um, and literally, he was just trying to keep us sane, yeah. let alone, you know, talk to us about real estate. <laughs> but I think that's the one thing that I would give is that to help you're always going to have failures, but to help maybe soften some of those failures is to have people like you and I that have gone through this. And we can say, look, you know what? Make sure you go in every door. Absolutely. Have an outside perspective that has no emotional ties to it because we tend to get a little emotional about the deals because we really want it or for whatever reason. And it because like we've said, especially with our tenants and it's personal to us and we tend to get very personal about deals that we're buying and wanting to do what we can we do with this. Get an outside perspective mm-hmm. that can look at this objectively and say, hey, you need to look at this right here, you need to be go through this with a fine tooth comb because had we had that with Jasper, we would have never bought that. Not without going through it. Because multiple people would have looked at us and said, you're crazy. Yeah. People that had way more experience than us. But, you know, again, maturity and yeah. learning. and That's the one thing I think I would give people to help curve failures. Absolutely. Would be get a mentor. And have more than one person. We've got multiple people with multiple skill sets. You know, the well, one- Well, multiple, multiple asset classes. Yes. You know, I had one in storage. You know, I just went to a, a, a mastermind on apartments, you know, multifamily, huge complexes. You know, get to know people in different realms. And, and I guess part of, you know, we've talked several times recently. My- Biggest thing that I learned real estate was reading books. Mm -hmm. You know, I did have a couple, you know, real estate courses that were cassette tapes. But man, today, in today's time, you can get online, you can look up. There's so much free content. There is. I mean, podcasts and books. I mean, you've got everything at your fingertips now where years ago, I remember, you know, our date night, we'd go down to uh, Barnes and Noble and you'd buy another real estate book. Well, our date night <laughs> and our, I guess, celebrating our successes yes. <laughs> when we would sell a property and we would pay off debt. Yep. And then we would go to dinner and we would buy a pair of tennis shoes. That's right. And then we would go to Barnes and Noble, drink our coffee and buy a and book, buy a book <laughs> you know, to kind of catapult us into the next. Absolutely. You know, those so are good memories. <laughs> those are phenomenal memories. Um, so once again, through our biggest failures, we had a lot of fun. We did. We did. Um, just moving forward. Anything else that you can think of? No, I, I think I just look at. You know, you're going to have failures and you're going to have stress and you're going to have heartache in anything you choose to do. But, you know, and it it is a little easier on this side now that we're 20 years in, but just trying to step back and be like, okay, this wasn't the best and funnest situation to walk through, but what have we learned? What can I take out of this? What can I do different? And just, you know, try trying to keep a good outlook and a positive attitude. No, okay, it didn't go as I planned. 
but I'm on the other side of it. So I agree. Yep. All right. Well, I guess we'll talk some more the next time. Absolutely. All right.